I'm gonna count down to three. All right. Who's opening up though? Mm, Groris, uh... you do it. You say like, "Welcome to TCP," or whatever. Okay. <laughs> you know. Welcome no, to the Cooperative Podcast. That European great. edition. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. With special, with special <laughs> guest, the Lord Yellow Man. Well, not love. Black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I wonder how this This is recorded as well. <laughs> We already have a podcast, yeah. nice. <laughs> alright, alright, um, alright, I'm gonna count up to three, alright? One, two, three. Hello and welcome everybody to the TCP EU podcast. Hello! Hi! Hello, yay! What's up? Alright! Alright, that was gross. <laughs> <laughs> Ten seconds in, we're unprofessional! <laughs> Do it again! Do it again! Alright, fuck it! <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> we, we, we already got away with the black and a Jason <laughs> joke. What else are we gonna do for them? Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, let's do a retake. All right, all right. All right. Bro, let's go. Hello and welcome to the TCP EU podcast. Hello. Yeah. Hi. What's up? Hi. What's Yay. up? Reading. All right. All right. I'm gonna allow everyone to introduce themselves. So uh, why don't we have uh, DJ Atomica? Why don't you explain who you are? Hi, my name is DJ. I run the YouTube channel DJ Plays on YouTube. I do gaming videos and Let's Plays. Mainly Let's Plays, but I also play a lot of Rainbow Six Siege, which I've been getting into a lot lately. My channel isn't very big, but I hail from Singapore, which makes me one of the only few Singaporean gaming channels in the world. All right. Nice. Doper, what's up? Oh, not much. I'm... uh... Just glad to be here, honestly. Sweet. Perfect. Grotus, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. That That's it? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's Grotus. And that's Grotus in a nutshell. Hell Summons, how, how are you doing? Hey guys, I'm uh, Hell Summons. Um, I have 35 subscribers right now. One day I'll hit the beautiful 40 mark. Uh, I'm excited to be in this podcast. Always wanted to be in a podcast. So uh, take it on. When did you say you were going to hit the 14 mark? Because I can fix that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone subscribe to Hell Summons now yeah, at youtube.com. Yeah. 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 subscribers. <laughs> one day, guys. One day. <laughs> one day. Manslaughter, what's up? Uh, yeah, hi guys. Um, I'm Manslaughter. I'm running a gaming channel. Uh, I'm from Philippines. Um, like DJ, we're from Asia, so we have the same time zone. We're so both we're time yellow. zone buddies. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I've just started like three weeks, three weeks ago. So I'm still going to a lot of hardship getting those subs. So anyway, I'm glad mm-hmm. that I was able to join this podcast and meet everyone. So yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Yeah, you're 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 welcome. This place is mostly just a loony bin. <laughs> mostly <laughs> just a loony bin, huh? Mm. Mostly. Relaunch, how are you doing? Alright, hey, I'm real real gaming. I'm a really new YouTuber, but I've been streaming for quite some time. I'm really glad to be here. Perfect. Alright. 
Shadow, what's up? Yo, what's up? I'm Shadow. I'm a gamer from Switzerland, and uh, I've been you been uh, doing YouTube for quite a while now. And uh, just this weekend, I actually hit 50 subscribers. So, yay! Congratulations! Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'll open yeah, up a yeah. beer to that. I mean, myself, I'm Martin. Uh, I go by Psycho Render. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> 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 so follow him on Twitter. Already the fucking shilling. <laughs> All right. Uh, with with the introductions out of the way, let's begin with the main questions. So who wants to we who wants to read a little main topic here? Uh, well, uh, I'll start off. Uh, so the main question number one that we have is: uh, the Evil Wind Two may be in development according to a leaked job listing dug up from NeoGap. What do you guys think about that? Well, I, for one, enjoyed The Evil Within thoroughly. I haven't played number one, but I've watched a couple of videos of it, and it looks pretty good. It, I, is, it is pretty good. I, I Think of it I as really a mix. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> go, go, you know, you go ahead. Uh, I really <laughs> liked it myself. Uh, there, was some weird, um, uh, there was some weird backlash when that game came out, I remember, of people... Who found it like, like really frustrating, and I see where they come from. But me personally, I really like that game. So, yeah, that uh, that, uh, that sequel might be coming out. Sounds pretty neat. Yeah, so the first game looked alright. So you know, a sequel, it's expected, really. Yeah, that's the thing. I also played the first one, and I have to say, I personally had a lot of difficulty with it. But uh, I don't know. I'm that's mm -hmm. it's not the game that I, type of game that I normally play. So it was a it was a bit hard for me. There was a lot of like these one-hit kills that came out of nowhere that were pretty frustrating for me. But that is sort of a hallmark of the Capcom horror game. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's the thing. I, because I love the the visuals and the atmosphere. That's the thing that really drew me in. But then the gameplay was. I, I'm a bit of a pussy, I have to say. It was too hard for me. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the second one. Maybe it's gonna be cool. I don't know. No, I feel you about the well, gameplay. Uh, to me, it was a, a little bit of like a trial and error. It was, yeah, I guess so. Uh, if we explore fun. the same themes and visuals that the first Evil Within did, then I think that the Evil Within 2 will probably do about the same as the first game if they continue exploring this line of um, the, the whole uh, uh, dimensions into the mind and translating nightmares into reality, that sort of thing. That's yeah, a cool definitely. team, absolutely. Yeah, for me, one thing that I didn't like about the first game is how the resolution um really shrinks. Like you're watching a movie at that time, but it's kind of messes with my eyes. Or I think some other people have that issue too. So maybe sticking with that 1080 resolution without the black bars will be a much better improvement for the second installment. Yeah, the black bars actually felt a tiny bit unnecessary. I think there was an option in the game, in the settings, for you to turn it off, I think. Yeah, uh, in the console version, uh, you they eventually patched it so you could turn them off. And on the PC version, they patched both the frame rate and the black bars. So it became really... The PC version was superior. <laughs> <laughs> well, I played it on the PC, but I didn't turn the black bars off because that added to like the immersion for me. Like I was like watching a horror movie that I could play. I want to play it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, fun. It's, it's it's fun. I would it's, love it's to kind play of like it. um, it's Sorry, like a cross between um, 
Resident Evil, like Resident Evil Five, and um, it's like Silent Hill, the same sort of concept, but with the combat yeah. from the, the later Resident Evils. Yeah, yeah. I really want to play that game. In, uh... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so, as you said, the first one was a great game, but I do feel like that they are like their the rumors came from that uh, he's looking from for like a beta tester for Psychobikes too. But then they, they, I don't want him to listen too much to the like the players from the first game because then he will just just go too far away from the normal concept of the game. Yeah, it's a normal problem when you make the second game. Yeah, yeah. Also, I... that's why the second game often turns into a black sheep. Yeah. On that, I also hope if they want to keep the second game at the same difficulty, I would actually be in favor of that, even though that would kind of disadvantage me because I don't like it as as much. <laughs> but if you, you know, if you played the first one and you came to know it as that, then it would be pretty disappointing if the second one would be a walk in the park, I guess. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I feel like a horror game shouldn't be like that. Like it shouldn't be easy. And it shouldn't, it, you shouldn't die all the time. You yeah, yeah, that's the thing. If, if I die too much, it's uh, pretty much killing the horror for me because then it's yeah, it's not much scary anymore. It's yeah, scary it as long, game as long as there is a threat of you dying. That's the scariest moment. As soon as you the game over screen hits, it's not scary anymore. That's a bit of a yeah. thing. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if they want to keep it as hard, go right ahead. <laughs> It, it kind of depends, though. I mean, how many save points are around? That's pretty much the main question. <laughs> that's also true. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. This game in particular gets really frustrating if you play it in hard mode because they turn off checkpoints. You have to restart from the chapter. It gets oh. really frustrating. Then. Oh, you know, I played um, what was it? Dead Space Three on the fucking hardest mode where you have two saves during the whole game. Yeah, it's the same in the second one. Yeah, that 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 is fucking crazy. Well, perfect the game if is you're so speed much... running the game. Oh yeah. How long is Space Three if you like really know what you're doing? Hmm. That's true. Uh, we're kind of going a little bit off topic. Yeah. Here, but yeah. I guess, so, well, I guess we question. said everything that needs to be said on this topic, right? I think uh, so. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to uh, why don't we have Doper read, read number two? Uh, so the next topic is, uh, of course, about Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, they're gonna put out day one patch. Uh, unfortunately, it will not include any animations or character model improvements, despite some criticism from their fan base. This is a good one. Yeah, now I think we've all seen what happened on the internet. <laughs> this absolute, absolute shit show with like. It, it it really is, it really has turned into like the Mass Effect comedy hour. It's it's just a shame after such good 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 games like one to three, and then they just release this shit fest. It's just it's just sad. I did hear though that the B team is working on the game and not the A team, so maybe yeah. that has something to do so with. From what I from what I heard, the, um, the the Andromeda development team actually consists of a bunch of people left over from the original dev team. Because the original dev team, most of them left, and what happened was like the scraps picked up the Andromeda project. One of whom was the lead facial animator, who happens to be a cosplayer with no video game experience, according to. The <laughs> that's that's a fucking sad state of affairs, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Because you know, if you want to make a game, make it the best you can, and don't just like, oh yeah, let's pick up some scraps and just wing it. That's not how to make yeah. a game. God damn it. 
No, no, no. Oh, that's how you make a podcast. Yeah, right. That's how it goes, but we're not selling this podcast, so we're fine. Not yet, anyways. That's a good thing. I actually, had a, I actually have a friend who bought Origin Access to try out Andromeda. And what he tells me is that the story is all right. The animations are eh, but the gameplay is good and the story is good. So as far as I'm willing to bear with about the game combat. Yeah, so if like you're if you're willing to bear with the horrible animations but like good combat and stuff like that, you to get Andromeda or something. I I I personally don't think that uh, it has all, all that much to do with like the actual talent of the people behind it. I I I from what I've gathered, it it seemed to be a pretty competent uh, team, despite you know the fact that maybe some of them don't have the the required experience that they may should have to have uh, access to lead uh, jobs. I think the main problem may have been just uh, EA or the the higher ups at Bioware who just really uh, pushed for this to be released in the state it is. Yeah, most likely. It's most instead of, likely instead of wanting to make it, uh, instead of giving uh, the team the resources and the time to make the best they could, they just had to make like and uh, just make uh, any animation. Just give me any kind of walking animation. I don't care if it looks ridiculous. Yeah. Just put it in, get it done, move on. Yeah, and it's not like that it's really that hard to make good facial animations. I mean, there's a lot of games that do that. I think The Witcher does it pretty well. And uh, yeah. even if we go oh, back a few yeah. years, um, have anyone of the... you played uh, L.A. Noir? I, yeah, no, I, I think did, I, did, I, I played yeah. L.A. Noir, and for L.A. Noir, I remember watching the dev uh, footage of how they captured the facial animations, and they basically mocapped a face. Yeah, like yeah. The, act, the voice actors actually talking. Yeah, it was and that's also beautiful. what they did for Until Dawn, except even more detailed with Until yeah. Dawn. And for exactly. me, Until Dawn was is the highest standard of facial. Oh animations yeah, yeah. The, the facial expressions and uh, overall. You know, animations in Until Dawn is just absolutely amazing. Yeah, and these games yeah. are, are older uh, quite a lot than this, so it, yeah. it's not about the technology. It was it looks like it was really rushed out then. Plus, there are programs that help with facial animations. And you think that with the amount of time that Andromeda has been in development, that they would have gotten some sense of what they were doing. I mean, wasn't that game announced in E3 2015 or 2014 even? I think earlier than that. Because yeah. like I think about a year or so, like two years or three years after three came out, that that inklings of Mass Effect four started being heard on the internet. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and on the patch, uh, I think we all kind of agree, I guess, that they will not patch this at least not now, even probably not ever. Because it's, it's way yeah, probably too... not ever. Because from a business point of view, it, it it would not make sense to make some massive pass to make put some massive effort in animations, in facial uh, movement, in lip syncing, walking animation, just to make uh, that game look better. Because let's let's face it, the, uh, even if they fix it, there's people are still going to bitch about uh, Mass Effect look at, uh, animations looking like shit a year from now. Yeah. Even if they fix it, they'll still... So so it ma it makes no sense. Plus, uh, 
most patches aren't really made for like things like animations or uh, actual adding uh, of the game. It's more of like, okay, which uh, decisions uh, start progression? Yeah. Which uh, which choices from uh, from player or the get or uh, actions in the game may uh, end up with bugs that uh, uh, that stop quests from working or give you give, uh, give the game a crash, a crash. So those are the high priorities for any sort of patch. Animations very little uh, like actual priority because that's that's a completely different department you can't just put two guy, 20 guys and just go through uh, the source code and uh, fix it like you have to like get real animation uh, animators get real uh, equipment for that and that there's just i do not see them putting that the, the amount of money that for that yeah it's pretty unheard of uh, developers fixing animations and such yeah, this is, this is and this is EA, dude. Come on, they they have better, they have they have other priorities than appealing to fans. They just want to make money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, if what they are you talking about, they're heroes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, also if they rushed it out to begin with like that, because of who knows what reasons, that pretty much tells us about that mindset already. So they, I don't think they will do like a three sixty turnaround. Wait, that doesn't make sense. One eighty turnaround. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> turn around, you're right back where you are. Yeah, that's what they, they probably will do. There. Yeah, they will not suddenly turn around and then go. Oh yeah, we are all about improving quality. No, you should have uh, done as, that beforehand. As especially, I've, I've just looked it up. Uh, the game was announced on the fifteenth of June, twenty fifteen. So it's like uh, one and a half years at least. Uh, and yeah, if if they didn't take the time to to properly fix animations, which they should have known about by then. Uh, but I'm, I'm not assuming them to fix them anytime soon. Yeah, if at all. Yeah. Bioware Bio has a has a pretty loyal fan base. I'm at this point, they may not actually deserve the fans. If I'm being honest. So yeah. Mass Effect Three came out in 2012. So they've had five years to work on Andromeda. Technically speaking, five yeah. years. Technically speaking, yeah. five years. And this looks like an effort that was done in, what, a year? It looks like it, at least. Yeah, less than that. I mean, I, <laughs> I saw some screenshots, uh, comparison facial expressions of uh, Mass Effect 1 and, and Andromeda. There's not much difference, and that's a bit sad. Is well, it the same engine? Yeah, I think I so, know, I guess. WWE, yeah, their, their facial, like, facial customization things. Yeah, it's not really that good. They but haven't improved at all. Does it even better than Andromeda does? Yeah, that's a, that's that just tells you quite a lot about that the time they put into it. Into it. Yeah, it's a it's kind of sad actually because I like that series at least most of it. <laughs> yeah, I think the best way to play this is uh, wait for a modder to pick it up and yeah. try and fix everything and just buy it in like a year or two. Yeah, or maybe they will release in like five years an HD Super 4K reworked <laughs> edition where they actually fixed it because they can what, make what more you... money this way, you know? Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, what do you think this is? CD Projekt or something? Where a, year, a year after they make, make a game, they, enhance, uh, they uh, announce an enhanced edition that's completely free for everyone who bought the game, which completely fixes models, which completely fixes animation, which puts in new quests, which puts in new items, which puts in so many things, and it doesn't, e and it doesn't even charge you anything for it. Of course not. It's, a, it's EA. 
Ah, oh, man can dream. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It will be the tenth anniversary of Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let me, sure. let's yeah. move on from the topic. Uh, why don't we have uh, Grownus read uh, number three? So, as news tells us, Sony is finally killing off the PS3 in Japan. So, how long do you think it will take for them to end the production line of the PS3 here in the U in the EU and uh, US territories? Probably not for another two or three years or so. Considering that the PS3 is far cheaper than the PS4, and even though you can't play PS4 games on the PS3 in Europe, but you have to consider that some of these people, gamers, who are from lower middle or lower lower income families, they want, they still want a next-gen console, and if they can't afford a PS4, the PS3 is the next best thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I honestly don't know. <laughs> it's, no, I, I, I mean, you. it's very hard to tell because uh, these kind of consoles still sell for like a, a long while before, you know, they finally, you know, stop. What I'm, what I'm trying to say, their life cycle is, uh, is big. Like it's, it's not just, oh, the PS4 came out. So now this previous console is dead. It actually takes a long time before a console finally dies off. Yeah, yes. So... And if we go by Sony's word, their life expectancy on their consoles is ten years. Yeah, yeah. Like the PS2 is still used in like, like everywhere. Yeah, that's yep. true. Like the PS2 of all machines, you know. The yeah. PS2 is has to be one of the finest machines as, made by Sony. As far as I know, it's the best-selling console, isn't it? Yeah, the whole time. Yeah. Didn't the PS3 launch in 2006? So the 10 year period has expired by now. It, yes. Technically speaking, yes. But uh, if, you look, speaking. if you look at the um, production cycles. 2000, and I think they actually stopped uh, making the last one somewhere in 2012, 2013. Yeah. There's, it actually um, had a pretty long life cycle. Yeah. Well, uh, this That's I, the thing. The PS1 was like. Uh, had a life cycle of like uh, what was it like nine years then PS2 has 13 years almost so I think the PS3 will still go on for some years I mean they're still making games for it I think uh, regarding the PS3 uh, I think they'll wait still around the launch of the PS5 and then then they'll uh, pretty much move it down so that the PS4 becomes the PS3 in terms of pricing and then the PS5 will take the PS4's position that will make sense yeah Yep. Yeah. And you still got all of these beautiful, wonderful console exclusives that started on the PS3 and then went to the PS4. Case in point, Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. Yep. True. <laughs> you want to move on? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. So I'm going to have Hillsong Street number four. So That's the good. Nintendo Switch launched with varying reports of faulty equipment, uh, Joy-Con sync errors, screen disruption, and difficult removal of the Joy-Con panels, as some early adopters noted. With the Switch selling about 1.5 million in its opening week, do you think there will be failure rates with a console launch akin to this? Yeah. Um, there will always know. be some models that have flaws, but in this kind of level... No, I don't think so, actually. I don't know. I have a bit of a... I had a, this view as well. If I, When I looked at it first, that I was thinking that's pretty outrageous. 
But I, I looked back a bit at older console releases and their failure rates, and I think it might not be that far off, actually. I mean, yeah. if you look a bit back at the... I think the most dreadful thing was the Xbox 360. That's the if, Red Ring? Yeah, yeah, that was like a failure rate, if you look it up, between 23.7% or up to 50%. So something like that. That's a pretty high percentage. That yeah. is fucking crazy. So I don't think it's the worst uh, failure rate in history, but yeah, it's still... Maybe it was handled a bit bad in public, maybe. Yeah. And we have to realize, you know, now it's it's a more vocal uh, vocal yeah. Um, situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, plus, we have you know, we have Twitter, we have YouTube, we have Facebook. We all have all of these kind of sites on the internet, so it's an easier platform for people to be vocal about these issues. Yeah, it's if uh, compared to before. So what? social media's outreach. Is yeah, the tendrils spread everywhere, and what with the internet and social media be so accessible? That's true, yeah. Yeah, social media is way more relevant than it was like in 2006. Yeah, <laughs> so in, in 2006, people were engaging in poke, poke wars on Facebook. Oh, god, <laughs> I still am. <laughs> the one person to hear this is they still are. <laughs> yeah, but I think that could be uh, the, the situation we are having here. It's not that it, the Nintendo Switch is worse than other consoles, but it's just more noticeable because nowadays, yeah. every everyone that buys one of these things can basically make just a little YouTube video saying, Hey, look, this shit doesn't work. Years ago, you that wasn't that common. That's that's the thing, I guess. Standards yeah, have been raised over the past few yeah, years, and scrutiny has been intensified. That's also true. Yeah. yeah. And and people on the internet start feeling more and more entitled by every year. Oh yeah, yeah I guess. So. <laughs> you don't say. Imagine if the red ring would come up today. The shitstorm that would happen. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You could not sell a console like that anymore. You just couldn't. That would die down. That would be the end of Xbox. No doubt. Yeah, going kind of off off topic just a little bit. Uh, there was this one tweet. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's uh, true or false or whatnot. So just take this as like rumor or whatever. But somebody found a gum inside a Nintendo Switch because they opened it up because the screen wasn't working, and there was a gum inside the hardware. Or whatever. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yes. That's insane. I don't know if it's true or not. So Wait, that sounds like a tra- one chance in a million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah also. Yeah, I'd say that's bullshit. That might I'm also done. be just it's one disgruntled bullshit. worker at uh, at one of these factories just being like pissed off that day. Bang, bang, shoot, shoot, I'm going to kill you, gun? <laughs> no, gum. gum. Gum, not gun. Oh, gum. Chewing yeah. gum, okay. Yeah, so chewing. I heard gun. <laughs> I was how do you fit a 9mm pistol inside a Nintendo Switch? Also, I'm not quite sure what would be more outrageous. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, a gun seems something like Rainy Gate would do, put putting in, but you know. Putting a gun inside a Nintendo Switch. Also, with a gun, and you can do something. never seen again. <laughs> 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 yeah, I feel that that tweet would probably be bullshit because there's probably just, there's a lot of shitstorm going on, and he's pissed off about his faults and his thing as well. So he's, he just made something up to get more attention to it. 
That's mm. what I take from that. Yeah. Also, it's kind of like a bullet point to this conversation. Uh, it was also revealed that the Switch was also hacked and modified uh, a week within its launch. But that happens to everything, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Really quick breaking security. I mean, look at every Basically. every goddamn iPhone. Every phone that gets released gets jailbroken in a fucking week. That's just how what it what is happens. Is it in a week though? Because I heard it, this is like uh, like really good time based on how long it takes for something well, to hack. Some take longer, I guess, but people, I don't know. It it doesn't seem too much have... concern to me. So, some of these people just have no lives. Basically. They have so much free time on their hands. Yeah, and some people, you know, they, they see it as a challenge trying to break into new equipment and uh, jailbreak it and hack it or whatever. And it's also not a big thing. It, uh, as far as I know, it's like a, a browser on the um, on the Switch, so you can access a browser on the console, something like that. So yeah. that's not, it's not a, wor- a world-breaking hack. It's just made, compared it, to it, compared to older like. Sony and Microsoft consoles like the PS2 and the Xbox that could be cracked to play pirated games. Yeah, something like, like that. What happens here in Asia a lot. I mean, yeah, it's not as serious. It could, it could, it could be that it's the. what I'm talking about. <laughs> it could be that the browser that was on there that was hacked was a feature that they were planning to release anyway, sometime near the release. So, I don't know. I don't think that's a. That's a big point, but yeah, I, I guess it happens, but yeah, what can you do? Yeah, I, I guess. Well, the one thing that is important to note is that, uh, yeah, even though right now it's just a browser that they can use, uh, in the source um, website, there is a, uh, a note of um, them noticing that if they can use this same system before it's fixed, then they might be able to also get to the systems kernel, which is the core of the system that allows you to most likely run, uh, well, downloaded games, which is probably a bit more uh, harmful towards uh, Nintendo themselves. Oh, yeah, you mean kind of like uh, the Wii and the Wii use system load, exactly or USB loading, or basically you could then run like a virtual console or an emulator on your Switch. Yeah, which was one of the critiques that this console had that it doesn't have this feature. Which I mean, if you compare it, if you compare it to the DS, for example, uh, I remember you could just uh, walk to a store, pretty much, get a, get an SD card, put it in, put some games on that, and, and it runs. So yeah, that was the old DS, and that's also the original Sony uh, PSP, the PlayStation Portable. You just get a mini SD card, chuck games on it, boom, and runs. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next True. question, I guess. Yeah, I guess we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we have uh, Manslaw read uh, number five? Okay. Um, PlayStation now is getting to be available on PC without the use of a PS4. PS4 games will also now be distributed on the service. So, and for my takes, like you're just gonna stream the game out of what what um PS4 website or the main PS4s like it's just what you're doing when you want to play remotely. I think that's I think, the whole uh, thing. No, uh, Now is basically a streaming service that you can subscribe to for like a couple of bucks a month. Yeah. yeah you yeah. get access to a library of games you can stream onto your PC. I think would, of it like yeah, Spotify, but for PlayStation games. Yeah. Kind of. Oh, oh, yeah. 
I would personally love it because I, I have a couple of places in four games that I really want to play if they ever release on that platform, uh, like um, Uncharted 3, for example, which just looks great. Uh, but I mm. do kind of feel like it takes away the exclusivity from a, a console exclusive. Which is a good no. thing, isn't it? Don't you think that is a good for, thing? For, for me, it's a good thing. I personally like having all platforms uh, have access to the same games, but some people might think otherwise. Yeah, that's what, no, no, what no, I, I was uh, was thinking about. That For the consumer, per, per se, it's a good thing because exclusives... Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not a fan of that. But what I see with this is that possibly there will still be exclusives, but they will be like timed exclusives. So let's say there's a game on that releases on PS4 and it will release on that first. And then just like months later, you get to play it on PS Now. So that will, is something I'm okay with. Yeah, I mean, there will still yeah. be a, yeah. this timed exclusivity. So I, I don't think that will go away indefinitely, but yeah, it's, it's going to be better at least. It, it feels like the way that Microsoft, was it Microsoft? Oh, no, Capcom, sorry. It feels like the way that Capcom handled the original release of Dead Rising back on the Xbox 360. The first Dead Rising came out on the PS3, Xbox, um, the Xbox 360, I can't remember. But like, it came out as a console exclusive, and I think the fans got so mad that Dead Rising 2, 3, and 4 all were, all were released on next-gen consoles, and then in the years following that were ported to the PC on Steam. Like in, I, I think Dead Rising 4 was just released earlier this year, and a couple of months later, bam, it's on Steam. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I will say this to be exclusive. I will no, say this yes, though. Uh, first of all, I mean, there's you're still having to subscribe to Sony's service to play it, so I mean, it's still kind of exclusive, I guess. But I mean, another point as well is uh, regarding the service. Uh, it's it's actually not that good, in my opinion, because it has a lot of, like, artifacting errors and a lot of delay and, like, delay input for both both controls and, you know, stream delay. Yeah, and um, let's not remember that it doesn't uh, have the same resolution also. support as the PS4. I think the biggest problem is going to be uh, how it's going to work for, uh, for people who live in areas without uh, a high internet. Because if you're going to have to stream this game constantly, yeah, there's going to be problems in people uh, outside of the main uh, outside of main areas. This sounds to me like it, it's less a problem with streaming the game and more of making the game available on your PC. Because like if you have a constant internet connection and it's constant stream, then if your power goes out, then you're screwed. Yeah. True, true, but you know, not 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 everyone uh, has the same internet connection. You, uh, yeah, you know, that's true. Sorry, sorry, uh, one of the the bigger areas. Plus, you, plus, it, 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 at the same time, it's it's also more more like uh, you're renting a game more than actually buying a game, which but, I don't know is always kind of a weird thing. Yeah, yeah, because, because it's kind of like a Netflix subscription. But exactly. isn't yeah. isn't there a way to to get the game files, or does that maybe no, no. give hackers the opportunity to then try and get those games running without the service? Yeah, streaming, from, 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 from what I've gathered, it's 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 streaming only. Option for download. I'm sure there's there's going to be some way to eventually be able to hack it. So, 
uh, that you might get some of the code, but they'll, they'll probably be able to uh, fight that fight that eventually. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's more the whole streaming games. It's more, uh, I think it might be the eventual future as far as how uh, the big companies want it to be. But I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty worried about that because, you know, a lot of people said, well, once uh, games went digital, uh, as in uh, once games went uh, onto the Steam or PSN store, people worried about, oh, well, then I'll lose my games once uh, the, the, the uh, Steam or PSN uh, goes away, which nowadays probably is not going to be a realistic thing that happened. But even if even digital games, technically are still like files that you can download on your PC or on your hard drive or on your console's hard drive, which you can technically take out and claim it as your own. Once that's not the case with the, with uh, PS now, you don't own these games at all. Yeah. That's true. Uh, you make a point there. Also something to kind of add on to it. I mean, there's no way to even, uh, I mean, hack or access to files in the first place because aren't aren't they a stream to you in the first place yeah so i mean yeah yeah it would be really hard for to hack something like that well the biggest concern i have about this thing is as a pc gamer or mainly pc gamer and that's also a question to all of you guys who are playing mainly on pc would you even be satisfied with the quality that you're getting because i imagine if you're streaming this as from that server it will not be optimized for PC. It might not have the frame rate that you are expected to have on a PC. Not the yeah, resolution. Yeah, the frame rate, frame rate was actually locked, if I recall. Yeah, locked at what? Probably thirty or something. You, you could take you could take a lot of examples from the early console ports onto the PC. Case in point, the original Dark Souls. That was terrible. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about, that this is just going to be like a meh experience. Because if I want to play on PC, I want to have the best experience that I can have. And that's so not the down, case. They will downscale the whole game. Like, as far as 480, probably for to compensate for the streaming delays and stuff. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm going to be real honest about, uh, about this. Uh, I wouldn't be able to play a game below 1080p. I'm playing at 1440p myself. Even 1080p feels like crap right now, so anything below that is just acceptable <laughs> for me. I can feel it. Below 1080p is all, yeah, totally crap. This is, this, is this is starting to turn... This is starting to turn into glorious PC master race. <laughs> yeah, but uh, As always. that's going to be a problem for, for a lot of people that are uh, mainly PC players, isn't it? It's yeah. not going to be satisfactory for them. Yeah. I know, yeah. People, most PC, play, PC gamers I know are pretty uh, stickler about like the quality, about frame route. Oh, definitely. About it looking the best they can. And if, and if it doesn't, if they're getting an inferior uh, uh, product, for their money, I I don't see it uh, being uh, getting as big as may, maybe Sony wants it to be. Yeah, it is so it's it's probably just going to be delegated to basically in sort of uh, a PS3, PS4 emulation service. Yeah. Has anyone has anyone here even tried the service? Because there is a version available, I have, right? I have, and I can say this: this the service is it, like. Like they have these kind of problems that we're talking about here. Like, there's a lot of stuttering. Like, uh, the uh, the uh, the screen is like constant artifacting errors. Uh, frame rate is weird. 
but the biggest problem I have with it is just the de like there's delay on the controls sometimes. And that's a problem. Yeah. What what I was sort of wondering about is because um, they're all obviously designed to be used with a PS controller. Um, are they even worth it playing with a keyboard? Because most people no, probably no, won't have, have a controller. Probably not. This is the same argument that was presented when Dark Souls was ported to the PC. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's how do you play this. How do you play this with the keyboard? Answer: You don't. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't play Dark Souls one with a keyboard. That's a fact. Yeah, and yeah, that, that's. Oh well, you can, but good luck. You know that's so worrying. <laughs> Even if with dedicated PC ports of games, they don't get it right. So why would it be right if they just stream the PS4 version onto the PC? I don't. I just don't see it as a thing that I would use. No, me neither. Because I uh, like. I'm, I'm a PC gamer. I've always, always been. I do play consoles, but I'm 100% for PC. Yeah. yeah. I don't care about graphics. That doesn't bother me. But frame rates, that can fuck my day up. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe if I'm struck by a, a, an urge of nostalgia, maybe then I might pick up something. But to it, play. It's good it, in theory, but bad in practice. I, yeah. yeah, I think that's a good sentiment. I mean, I would not pay £15 a month for a service like this that's just unreliable. Mm, I don't think so, no. That is the actual price, by the way, so... Oh, okay. That, no, that, then... is, that is way too much for what may just amount to a uh, PS4 experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's completely... But, like, what would they do, though? Like, if, if you, you have to use the, like, the PlayStation controller... And you get a shittier, you pretty much just get the shittier version of the game to your PC. Yeah, play it on PS. Yeah, you on uh, you're better off, actually, if you play it on a PlayStation, I think. Yeah, that's how, that's how I feel right now as well. But, you know, like, everything that's a, that's new for them, they'll probably evolve it, upgrade it. But, yeah, for now, no. That's a no-go. That's also true. <laughs> you know, good thing for them that they're trying something new, that they're trying that good. Just improve it, I guess, is, is the thing yeah, here. Well, that's how it is when everyone does new things. It's trial and error. They'll, yeah. they'll do it, then they'll fix it. Hopefully. So I, I think we all agree that it's 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 a good idea. Uh, we have to wait for a proper proper implementation before we are actually considering picking it up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's still in beta. I mean, it's still on the trying out stage because there's like few games listed for the PS4 that is coming out for the stream. So. Mm. Yeah, they have to release the list of PS4 games yet. That's true. We don't. Oh, or is there something out yet that says what games will be available from PS4? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we wrapped okay, up that so topic. Let's wrap yeah. Up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna read number six. Uh, with the release of Nier Automata, Neo, Ghost Recon, Wildlands, and Horizon Zero Dawn, what is your first impressions of these titles if you play them? Well, let's take them one by one. I guess. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I have never played Nier Automata. <laughs> Anyone? Yeah, I have. Yep, no. I've seen a lot of it. Yeah, I've played it. So what's your opinion on the people who played it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I mean... so personally, just like the first game, it's a good game, but it has many flaws. Still, I haven't played like the bit, ass. But, uh, I've noticed a lot of flaws uh, personally for myself for that. Okay. You didn't like the no, booty? I, I haven't seen the booty. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's its biggest flaw. <laughs> biggest flaw. No booty. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, but, no uh, booty for the turn. So, so I'm playing the game on hard mode, and uh, the first mission, if you don't beat it and you die, you have to start from the very beginning, and the opening cutscene, you cannot skip it, which gets really annoying when you die over and over. Oh, no. Oh yeah, I went oh, through that no. as well. That pissed me off a bit. So, yeah, so that, that's basically the game's biggest flaws so far. I, I, I always, I always wonder whether those things aren't noticed while playtesting the game. Maybe those people are just very good and never die. But yeah, <laughs> no, just unskippable cutscenes, not a good idea. Case in point, yeah. Skyring opening scene. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Sorry. Just saying. Though luckily, but it's still annoying when you die over and over. again. Yeah. I'm okay with games having unskippable cutscenes, but they should have some system implemented where if you've seen it once, you can skip it in the future. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah so you said there were like flaws like in the first game. So I played the first Nier actually on the PlayStation 3, it was, I think. Yeah. So is it still like the same combat? I mean, I remember the combat was pretty clunky and it was sometimes it was a bit dragging on and boring. So it's, it's, is it still the same kind of thing? The- Combat is a little bit clunky, but it's improved over the first game, so it's a little bit better. Yeah, it's typical. Like, uh, as in, like if you played uh, any other platinum game like uh, Metal Gear Rising or oh. whatever. Oh yeah. It's the combat is more like that now. Okay. Oh. Yes, it's, um. it it feels a lot more fluid, and uh, they 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 fixed a lot of issues from the previous game. Still, from what I gathered, I heard it's a little bit clunky. I played the demo a bit. Uh, I'm gonna get it on PC soon because the PC version was just released yesterday because um, that ass. I'm gonna play it soon. Yeah, booty. <laughs> yeah, for those who don't want to see, don't fucking self-destruct. I did that to, to like try to kill a few people. Uh, I regretted it. Regretted it. Oh, I also read you can, like, uh, there is a chip system in the game and you can remove the OS chip and then you die. Is that correct? Yes, you can. Oh, yes. I, that is great. Yeah. I love that. I haven't tried it myself, but it is possible. As an IT guy, I, I appreciate that kind of humor. <laughs> I, me too, I love it. Self-terminate. <laughs> All right. uh, the funny oh, thing is, though, if you die, you can run back and actually find your dead body. That's and, and what does it accomplish? Is it just visual, or is there anything you can achieve by getting towards your body? Uh, you you can get back your ships because you lose them when you die. Oh. And uh, you can also get back some of the equipment and uh, materials and such that you picked up when you Sounds before you died. You can also like revive your old body. And yeah. Have that that your old body like fight with you to get like a companion. Can you exploit that? Have an army of you. Uh, no, because if you die again, like the, the old one disappears. Ah, yeah. that's sad. So you can only have one extra at a time, basically. I, I wanted to have an army of booty. Oh, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> they run to us. <laughs> army of booty. Army of booty. Uh, moving on a bit. Uh, anyone who played Neo, though? Uh, I don't have a PS4. Let me find the demo. Alright. Rip. That's the bad topic. I want to play the game. I want to play the game, but there's no PC version, so I can't. Some of the... Yeah, same. Well, okay. Did someone say Wildlands? I have, I think, about almost just about twenty hours right now into Wildlands, and I'm not even a quarter of the way done with it. What do you think about it? Good execution could you could have used a little bit more polish. 
yeah. mainly with um, optimization for older PCs. Because basically what happens is you are thrown into an entire country with no loading screens whatsoever other than if you fast travel. What that means is you've got, I think, a good couple hundred square kilometers worth of terrain and textures and NPCs. <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the, the game itself with the NPCs and the textures and stuff, it falls off at a certain distance. Like, the NPCs start despawning. Uh, at least, no, they, they start, like, disappearing from your load, from your render distance at about 650 meters away. But they don't despawn. They're still there. You just can't see them. They're still clogging up memory. Uh, yes, it, it, it eats a lot of memory. But if you have like, a good... If I, if I play... Yeah, if you have a good PC, it's gonna run just fine. Okay. I don't. So, but for what it's worth, Wildlands is what I expected from like the tactical Tom Clancy Ghost Recon series. With except it's a lot more open. You've got a lot more uh, freedom to do whatever the hell you want. Uh, approach missions however the hell you want. And the only gripes I have are like optimization and why do the vehicles handle like paper? That's about it. Oh yeah, the cars. Oh my god. Yeah, I have a story about this game. So I actually did try out the beta that a month ago. That was buggy as shit on PC. And I'm just gonna say, when you suddenly get sucked into like a a pool of water or something, and then it throws you ten meters into the air. <laughs> 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 I just, I just, I just had a moment today where I was driving towards a mission, and two civilian cars decided to spawn into each other, and they sort of, <laughs> they sort of, just, they, they had a seizure on the ground for a good like five seconds, and then they just sort of float into the air all exorcist like, and then he just pinged off into the distance, and I never saw them again. Jesus Christ! And they, they, they were having a romantic moment. <laughs> There's two jeeps copulating in the air, and they decided to just fuck off to some other country. 80 plus game, right? We're, we're going to a country where, where our love is. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like fun, actually. I'm might thinking of picking this game up, I have to say. It's, yeah, it's through really forward, it's worth it. It's, it's, fun. it's fun alone, considering that your AI teammates in this are actually not complete and utter crap. Because like one of the commands that you can get is for your squad AI squad to open fire, and what that does is basically it sets all of your all three of your AI teammates to kill mode, and anybody that stands in front of them dies, <laughs> which is actually quite good. Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, and you also and you also get a skill to upgrade their lethal efficiency, which means they shoot they shoot more accurately and kill more people. I could just. I, I've done things before where I get pinned down in the sniper tower, surrounded by enemies. I just have my squads around them. Open fire, they all die. <laughs> <laughs> so we can play basically as a commander, not as a soldier. You can, yeah, you can basically play as a commander. That is actually interesting. <laughs> you can command your team to go to a certain place and then just tell them to, you know, shoot everything that moves and they will mop up everything that moves. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Sounds good. That's the AI teammates, though. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, 
how about Horizon though? And this is this is the last game. And anyone may have played that because I I still yet to pick it up. Actually. I've I've played about three hours three hours of it. Um, it's it's good. It it's really good. Uh, I I like uh, I like the setting. It's it's pretty. It's it's kind of hinting hinting that it, that, that uh, something new that with something new we haven't seen before, but. As I said, I've only played three hours, so maybe you know, someone is going to say, "Oh no, it's going to be like some generic post-apocalyptic thing." And it's like, "Oh, okay." It does but, feel yeah, like but... it's post-apocalyptic, though. Well, I haven't played it, but upon seeing the first gameplay videos, I instantly thought of uh, of Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider games, the 2013 and Rise of the Tomb Raider ones. Um, and I have to say, this is actually the first time I'm jealous of PS4 gamers because they get. Um, uh, Horizon, they get uh, Neo, and they get Uncharted recently. So, man, <laughs> I'm jealous of those guys. It, yeah. it, it, parts of it are kind of like uh, uh, new, the new Tomb Raider, but uh, it's mm, there's also a lot of other things. Uh, the hunting uh, mechanic is pretty uh, on, on the forefront of this game, whereas uh, in Tomb Raider, it's more of a side thing that you can do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the the hunting mechanic is pretty. Uh, that that's the main beef. That's the main uh, part of it. And there's like so there's a lot of options. You get a lot of different type like weapons and traps and things that you can like plan your uh, attack. You can like drive enemies into 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 traps. You can uh, get uh, get some of the hunters, uh, some of the more dangerous part uh, packs. Uh, Pack members uh, away from the herd so you can uh, silently kill them. Like there's there's a lot of variety in there. And uh, now, with your perspective, as you mentioned, you've only played about three hours. Um, did, did the game story really grab you? Are you are you really looking forward to playing it some more, or is it just like it's, it's okay? It's 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 mostly like uh, the the characters who are pretty expressive and you know they they do they do a good show the the voice acting is pretty uh, good uh, the 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 face the facial animations do uh, do a really good job of like uh, expressing uh, how they feel or how they, or how they look at things the only uh, the only thing I'm kind of iffy about is uh, funny funny uh funnily enough the the main character's eyes <laughs> i'm i'm not sure if if just if they're like uh intentional or if it's just some kind of uncanny valley for me but but when she there's a lot of uh shots where she's talked to someone and she's looking like directly at you with gigantic eyes and she's like oh oh dear <laughs> yeah, that has oh, that's creepy that's creepy as shit. Yeah, yes. it's 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 not horrible, but I'm like, okay, you can you can like squint a bit, okay? It makes you feel uncomfortable playing or during the cutscenes. Well, I'm I'm actually looking at Google Images right now, and I kind of get what you mean. Yeah, it's not like it's like super like it's Wait, not let me a lot, this. but Hold it's, on. It's, it's, it's like enough to make it like a little bit uncomfortable uncomfortable about it. I can yeah, notice yeah. it up, uh, enough to like feel that like that's that's not that's not right. It, it does kind of feel like she's like she's peering into your soul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, I see what you mean. Oh but Jesus yeah, for, Christ! Like, <laughs> if, if the game was like uh, what do you say, Tomb Raider, but it, if 
if you haven't played a game, you could pretty much say like my most like closest like imagination of like putting two games together to get close to it. That would be if you mix Tomb Raider with uh, Far Cry, then you get quite close to the game. Oh, it, yeah. It, it, it is. Uh, I, I think it's a lot. Uh, the overworld. It's not uh, Tomb, Ra uh, Tomb Raider, it's more Far Cry, Far Cry Primal. Yeah, it feels a lot more yeah. the, uh, like a third person in the Far Cry Primal game. Than it does a Tomb Raider game, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, you can still put in the Tomb Raider aspects, like since like you you explored like the ruins and all that kind of shit and all a lot of things. Not to mention the that. the protagonist is a girl, also. Yeah, course, that makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main thing. <laughs> so how's the story like? Dope? Uh, is it come like really catchy for the first three hours, or is it just kind of lacking in the first three hours? It's. Uh... It, it's 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 kind of run of the mill like oh you're uh, you're this uh, pariah from this uh, from this tribe and everybody hates you and uh, oh but I'm going to show the world and I'm going to do this really super uh, uh, dangerous thing and yeah it's, I'm I'm probably going to see a couple of things coming uh, coming I'm like oh yeah yeah I saw that coming so it's kind of open. But Gladiator it, it, story it, style. It, it it does as I said, like the characters are good enough, the, the, the voice acting is decent and you know, especially the graphics uh, are really impressive. I've heard someone say, Oh, it looks it makes uh, Uncharted look ugly. I'm not completely sure about that. I think some parts of Uncharted 4 are like still uh, untouchable. In, in terms of like how it how uh, how certain things are like design and stuff, I do kind of see what 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 they mean because like some some parts are like just awe inspiring, like like, like with this 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 like this amazing like distance, uh, the far uh, there's a really good like particle effects going on like sun rays, it it, it, it looks really really good. I've, I've got to say, knowing what uh, what hardware is in the PS4 vaguely, it's just really impressive what kind of performance and graphic and graphic uh, graphical system they can can put down. Hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. It is beautiful. Um. I'm sorry to drop the topic here a bit, but we need to move on. <laughs> Taking too long on this. Uh, so uh, why don't we have really long stream? Uh, yeah, of course, give me the long one. Yes, <laughs> number seven. Uh, <laughs> analysts in the UK and uh, on PC Advisor are speculating about PlayStation 5's release. If you could make your predictions now, and what would be your ideal price point, release date, design choice, and possible launch titles? I I have one. I have one. All right, Joe, go ahead. It's too early <laughs> to tell, buddy. Uh... <laughs> There you go. That's not, it. Not uh, <laughs> uh, I pretty much feel like that, like the, the design has pretty much been like in the same like area for every PlayStation. At this rate, the PlayStation is just gonna get flatter and yeah, flatter yeah. and flatter. But it's still gonna be and like a box sitting down. Slimmer and slimmer. Yeah, it's gonna be a black black square box. The PlayStation, yeah. PlayStation Seven is just gonna be a sheet of paper. <laughs> no, no, probably. Someday yeah. we're gonna. Someday we're gonna to get to the point where the PlayStation is smaller than our phones. Probably, maybe. And the PlayStation will also be inside you. 
<laughs> that <laughs> sounds <laughs> wrong. It's gonna be a fucking. It's gonna be a fucking computer chip beside the back of your fucking head. Uh. So what about the release date? I, if I would have to guess from the life cycles, I would say 2019 could be an acceptable year. That would be like Agreed. six years after PS4. That would be yeah. in order, I guess. Yeah, yeah I think 2019 is look at history. I'll go with 2020. Yeah. Yeah. 2020 yeah. sounds pretty catchy. That's true. What about the price? Because um, if you look at the prices so far, it's always hovered around three hundred to up to five hundred dollars for the. Can't PS. be more than five hundred. Yeah, I'm not quite coffee. sure actually. Sure. If I look, there's more than five hundred. There's got to be like built-in VR. Yeah, like, that's what I was. Like, like, you yeah. put the PS4 yeah. on you, and there's like VR. That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> VR is that a thing that's gonna be like a standard for the PS5? You know, the the VR capabilities, so that you can. Uh, that the VR is just like a little uh, cheap accessory by then, and the main. Uh, like technical stuff is in the PlayStation, so it would cost more, but the accessory will cost less. Maybe something like that. Yeah, makes yeah, sense. Maybe. I think VR will still be an accessory for like a few years because VR can only make use of first-person type of game. Yes, mostly. That's I mean, cool. that's a topic of its own. But yes, that would take too long. Yeah. No, so I also. <laughs> I also don't think they can really boost the price over 500 because the advantage of, an, of a cons console has always been that it's, uh, well, it's easy to set up, so you just plug it into the TV and it goes. Uh, but the other thing is that it's relatively cheap in comparison to high-end PCs. And if I push it towards a very high price, then what reason do people still have to go towards the console apart from the simplicity instead of a PC which can, in most cases, put down a better performance while still serving multiple tasks. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. you make a fair point because people thought the Nintendo Switch's price was absurd and that was only 300 So, yeah. Yeah, the thing is, the last time the, the price of the PlayStation jumped was with the PlayStation 3, but that was because it went from a gaming system to a multimedia system, I guess. Because yeah, before you could just basically play games and after that you had much more capabilities. But that shouldn't yeah. be that much of a problem from PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5. It was also over the fact that it had a PS2 backwards compatibility. Oh, it, sweet, but, yes. Yeah, so that yeah. that raised the price too. So they eventually like removed that and the price dropped like, a lot. <laughs> True, that will not happen. I can tell yeah. you that. <laughs> also, what games? I know one game that pr if it releases in 2019, there might be one game that comes out for this. Uncharted uh, 4? Um, Wasteland 3 was uh, said to release somewhere in 2019. Maybe that will release on PlayStation 5. Who knows? <laughs> maybe nice. maybe Ko Kojima's new game. Yeah. yeah that, that would be oh, that would be sweet. Holy shit. You know, if they would be working right now on the PS5 and he was developing the game for that. Holy shit. That would be that would great. Be nice. We will get another uh, Last of Us for PS5. HD HD remake. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> oh, thank you. This time, time it like... becomes a VR exclusive. Yes, this time Ellie jumps at you and she literally comes out of the console. Yeah, you're gonna be able to play FIFA in VR. 
What? <laughs> that sounds like also, also like football manager in VR. You're just like signing contracts and shit. That's what you do. Oh, you're actually yelling. Just like I'm playing real football. So <laughs> you exactly the exact reason why I play football. Why I don't play oh, football. <laughs> Personally, I wouldn't want like any of the big games like Uncharted and those. I don't want those to be the, the like opening games. I want new games. That's I want yeah. Them to re- 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 revolutionize the PlayStation Five. Mm. I want them to go hard with the new ones. I do agree. So so many uh, like uh, like unnamed games that are so fucking good, but they get overshadowed by the big games, big names. Yeah. I do, however, think that uh, a new console launch kind of needs at least two or three games that are already known to. Get some hype going, and then they can, of course, add some unknown games to the list. I yeah. wouldn't say that for PlayStation, though, since that's a, such a known console still already. So you don't need the big names behind you. You already so PlayStation itself is a, a too big of a name to need those kind of things. Yeah, you might be right. You still will have these these like uh, every year games that will come out, like FIFA, yeah. maybe a Call of Duty, maybe an Assassin's yeah. Creed. That will still be there. But yeah, some new interesting games would be nice. Yeah, of course they will. Yeah. They will still be there. That's what I mean. Everyone will know that they will come to that that console as well. That's what I mean. They don't need those ones in the opening. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll end with this. At this point, I think, in my opinion, it's way too early to tell. In all honesty, about like, I think it's way too early to speculate about a PS Five or whatever. So I just think it's this website being like, hey, hey. We ran out of views. <laughs> <laughs> that might be it, yes. But it's sometimes it's fun to speculate. Martin, I guess. Is that your page? It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that must have been your page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's have Shadow read off the last... Um, Oh, well, not not the last, actually. Like, Almost. We're, we're far from done, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> let's have you read number eight. Yeah, let's go. Also, Nintendo claims that dead pixels are not a defect and they are normal to the Ooh. Nintendo Switch system. So, there's one thing that I have to say about this. It says in the article that is on the Nintendo UK support site. So... There is a chance that that is a local thing, that the UK support decided to handle it like that. Uh, we don't really know at this point if that is the company-wide standard, but yeah. Well, I kind of, I kind of, sort of uh, agree with you because it's it's a lot of things. Uh, I've noticed this from uh, a lot of like UK brands uh, from companies where Hold on a the. The UK brand will say something, and then uh, the main. Oh no, no, no! They're, they're, they've uh, misinterpreted it, or they have it wrong. So, I can kind of uh, agree with you on that. I, I think yeah. I should. Yeah. Yeah. You want to go? Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can only say about this is uh, yeah. I can again on from uh, their point of view. I can kind of understand what they mean. With dead pixels, especially if you're uh, me- if you're producing uh, so many of these units uh, with such a high demand, I can kind of understand when some manufacturing faults can come. And you know, dead pixels is something that uh, is kind of semi uh, expected from uh, things like the Vita or even the 3DS. So I can kind of understand what they mean. Um, 
still though, if you have dead pixels, if you have, if you if you just bought a completely new Nintendo uh, machine, and it has dead pixels, it's gonna annoy you, you really bad. You I should think... be able to just go to the store and replace it. Yeah. I think the way to look at this is from from the other side is also uh, the literal sentence is Nintendo Switch dead pixels normal and they aren't a day a defect, which means that uh, if it's not a defect, then it's um, it was the it was done on purpose. Yeah, that it might yeah, be so, so wrongly worded. I don't know whether the statement is is from Nintendo or uh, whether the statement is from this this website. It's but... it's for from their you uh, the Nintendo's UK support um, site. So it it seems to be from Nintendo, but from the UK branch of Nintendo, so to speak. All right. So that might have been worded badly. Also, I have to say I've done actually quite a lot of research into that topic and. I might sound a bit controversial here, but Nintendo is actually inside of the standards when it comes to dead pixels. Um, there's a lot of, uh, if you look at other manufacturers, how they handle dead pixels, I think the best comparison would be Apple, because they also manufacture these rather small displays with their iPads and All stuff. Right. Um, they have for their 9.7 inch um, devices, which would be like smaller iPads, which would also be like kind of the the size of a Nintendo Switch, a bit smaller. Um, they have uh, the policy that if you have two or less dead pixels, then it's not, then it's acceptable. So I'm not quite sure if Nintendo's stance is now any amount of dead pixels is all right, but a certain amount is actually inside of the standards for these kinds of displays. I know it's annoying, but... Uh, yeah. It's incredibly annoying. Yeah, the, the, but uh, the, that's the thing. The, if you look at other uh, manufacturers, they're handling this almost kind of the same. Yeah. The bigger the display gets, the more kind of um, dead pixels you're allowed to get until you get a refund. But, yeah. It's as fucking annoying as hell that it happens. Well, as as long as there's a warranty system in place, then of course there's going to be a certain amount of devices that's just going to have dead pixels, which is very much there with any device. Uh, but as long as up to a certain point there is a uh, a warranty system, it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a problem at all. Also, you know, if you buy stuff at the store, most of the time a store has a return policy of their own, yeah. so it doesn't necessarily have to do with the um, Nintendo policy that you have to return the thing. So mm. most of the stores will actually take back your, your stuff, as far as I know, if you return it in like, I don't know, 14 days is like a standard period of time. And a dead pixel is something you notice pretty fast. Most of the time, I guess. So, yeah, it's it's shitty that it happens, and the statement, statement that they put out is pretty badly worded, but... I guess there's not much you can do about it, sadly. Yeah, I don't know. I guess you're right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Holy shit, that's loud as fuck. Oh, just a quick, quick disclaimer to people. I, I'm kind of having a lot of background noise right now because my mother's like screaming with three rooms over. <laughs> so it's just like. <laughs> 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 
If you hear background noise for me, that's yeah, that's probably me. Apologies in advance. We're professionals. Yeah, Indeed. Yes. We're professionals. Really professional. And, and then the Terminator theme plays just <laughs> Why don't we have DJ read number nine? Activision is charging $15 for Modern Warfare Remaster's variety map pack. It costs slightly more than the original map pack to 2008. Discuss. Well, first of HD. all, it's Activision. <laughs> Second of all, it's Call of Duty. Third, third thing, it's Call of Duty. <laughs> Fourth thing, Fourth it's thing. HD. No, no, no. Fourth thing, this is a DLC for a game. You have to buy Infinite Warfare to actually play in the first yeah. place. Yes. Uh, <laughs> releasing DLC. Yeah. You know, I, I'm pretty pretty harsh on this kind of topic. I never have played uh, paid for maps, and I will never pay for maps. I don't. I think it's a stupid thing to buy additional maps for a game. Also, from a like a company standpoint, if you sell maps that a certain amount of players will get and a certain amount don't, don't you divide your player base like that? I, yeah, I think it's do. kind of stupid. I don't know. This it's, is yeah. that is basically what happened with all of the Call of Duties that introduced DLC maps. As soon as you introduce DLC maps, you introduce different playlists for the people who have the DLC and people who don't have the DLC. To me, the main the main problem is if you're gonna do that, fine, but at least make make sure people can actually buy your game se separately and not pay for your shitty game before they actually have a shot at buying the good game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's, make it that's that. exclusive to the by buying. The uh, new game, and that's a real shitty move. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually have a little, uh, I have a little side thing to go on this. Uh, I actually uh, played remastered over the course of this week, because uh, yeah, me and my friend GameShare. Shoutouts to Sodalus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where we're going, huh? Yes. And was it good? It was actually like really fun to play. Uh, re remastered again, and it just makes me more and more like every time I play it, go, why isn't this separate? I would so love to just play this on PC again. Oh, I would yeah, totally. I, I would love it. to play the remaster, but I'm not getting the new game because you know Call of Duty in general doesn't interest me. That's yeah. pretty much my stance as well. Yeah, same. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I lost interest in Call of Duty ever since Advanced Warfare, pretty much. Yep. And about Infinite Warfare to give it a try, I kind I dislike the multiplayer. I love the campaign though. Yeah, it's like the what they get wrong in the multiplayer, they start getting it right in the campaign. Dude, the, the campaign for is... Infinite Warfare was good, which is a complete turnaround from what they had beforehand. Like when I played it, the campaign was shit and the multiplayer was fun as hell. That's why you bought the game. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a weird turnaround, but okay. I'll say this. I'll say this, the multiplayer is fucking AIDS in that new game. <laughs> Why is it so bad though? kill streaks going across like 5 million places on the map. There's this one shotgun you can have like, like with, like when you, like right off the bat that just like one shots everyone and it's like semi-automatic. Oh, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That's the balancing of that is just shit poor. Yeah, that sounds totally like not cancer. Nice. Yes. I am kind of curious as to what you guys think about the futuristic approach that the recent Call of Duty games have tried. I don't oh, I like mind that. Approach. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I, I, don't, I really don't mind that at all. It's just the execution of it I don't like. 
the good thing with you know futuristic warfare games and such is that you can have your imagination run wild yeah and you, you don't have to use like the the generic terrorists or middle eastern or uh, north koreans or the, the the chinese but they're this... not chinese because we have to sell it in china this is the main problem i have with the game actually because uh when i play it it's kind of like oh we want our imaginations to run wild but then they suddenly realize, oh, wait, we have to pander to our standard Call of Duty market. So what happens is that they still got to keep it Call of Duty. So it just feels like Call of Duty. But every once in a while, you see like this, like this branch of, hey, maybe we should make something different. <laughs> but it never goes anywhere because they have to keep making it Call of Duty. So, it, so. yeah, they try to make two different things, but none of them right. Yeah. Nah, that's shit. But they have zombie mode, so... Yay! <laughs> zombie mode. Wait, zombie David Hasselhoff! Yeah. Everything is okay, they have zombie mode. <laughs> why yeah, don't... David Hasselhoff. Yeah. You know, why don't they sell zombie mode as a separate game? People will buy that shit. That's... You know what would have uh, saved Matt Andromeda? Zombie mode. <laughs> uh... Actually, actually, zombie yeah, mode true. is... Uh, it it kind of has with the main topic to do here. Uh, zombie mode uh, is a way for them to actually sell the map packs. Because with every map pack, there comes a zombie level. So they see it more as a way to sell DLC than actually like just releasing it separately. I so... think they'll make a good zombie type of game since their zombie mode is kind of popular in the series. Mm -hmm. Or you can just buy Black Ops 3 and like download every single mo uh, zombie mod map pack. And there we go. You have a zombie game. Anyways, Next topic, I guess. Let's, uh, let's move on. I'm gonna have yeah. dope read number ten. All right. Uh, oh, I get the phone one now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> number ten. Colin Moriarty quits a kind of funny games after a recent controversial Twitter joke on National Women's Day. <laughs> for for <laughs> info, the joke was ah peace and quiet. Hashtag all a day without women. <laughs> This, I this is just barely know who Colin Moriarty is. I know he. I, 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 know I have no context about this whatsoever. Do I? He probably I left kind of funny games to not have the branch getting damaged. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'd say as well. Like, I, yeah. If this is mm. the only reason he left, it's because he got so much hate for the, that joke. Because uh, feminist, I'm sorry, now I'm probably gonna piss up someone. <laughs> feminist doesn't take. <laughs> End of story. Yeah. They don't take jokes. Yeah, you know there's let's two. Not go... Go... Let's not go. Let's not go too far into that. Yeah. But I will say Social this. Justice warriors. Yeah, because <laughs> I will say this though. I think the joke in general was just so tame. Yeah, it was like a rimshot joke. Like, haha. <laughs> yeah. But I think it, it was mostly badly timed. I would say it, doesn't even, it actually doesn't even feel like a joke. It just feels like ah, a day without a woman. No, no. Here, here's the problem I I have with it. One, it's it's not that funny, and two, it wasn't even towards women. It was more of like he kind of like dissed himself. That's how I see it, because it's kind of like, oh, I have a I have a day without a woman. Oh, you know, it, it, yeah, it could have been like yeah, you know, that too. Poor guy. I see yeah. like two sides to this. A, if you don't, 
if you're not able to take a joke like that, sorry, you're you're not really a, a person I want to know. If you can't take a joke, and on the other side, um, kind of funny games are absolutely free to choose if they want to associate with a person like that or not. That's yeah, the yeah, two sides of that, yeah. I guess. Yeah. If you don't want to go controversial, uh, it's it's if it's that's their choice, then that is their choice, and you know, yeah, you respect that. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, but since we don't have really any other background behind this, we can't really go forward with this any yeah. further. Yeah. yeah. Also, I don't have anything else to add. So I'm just gonna make a controversial joke. Renegade works with Nazis. Hey ho! Right, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Wait, what? I'm up now. From Goodbye, Martin. Nice knowing you. <laughs> You'll be Glad you were on the first podcast and evermore. <laughs> that was a bit at all. Not even that. Field, like, it? This is not getting aired now. Renegade's gonna scrap it all and fire Martin. God, God damn it, Martin. <laughs> totally <laughs> worth it. Totally <laughs> <laughs> worth it. He's I'll, I'll edit it and uh, the, the end result is. And I think Renegade is the best guy ever, and I love him so much. <laughs> I love Renegade. He is the best. Right. Why don't we all follow him on Twitter at twitter.com slash renegade operative? I think it is. Insert waiting song. He also kicked my ass in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> right. Hey, guys, I, I think we should tell our viewers who Renegade is. <laughs> He is nah, our Lord nah, and Savior, know. our ultimate supreme leader. All <laughs> hail, Red Not Renef. He is on. our God. <laughs> let's go, guys. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on, guys. Come on. Let's <laughs> grow this read. Uh, trivia question, uh, number 11. Yeah, speaking about Ren, here's one a question, a trivia question from uh, yours truly. Uh, 11, if there was an extreme sport games from the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, or PlayStation 3 era that you could revive or change in a particular way, what method would it be? For example, keeping the Neversoft team for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater or reviving SSX. Yes, revive SSX, please. Yes. Totally. Yes. SSX yes. was so good. Yes, what happened to that series? Make a remaster. Of they made a bad, uh, was, I think a bad PS4 they made, game? They made SSX. They made SSX for uh, 2012 release, which was for the PS3 and the PS4, and that was kind of shit. Yeah, that was and pretty that bad. The series. That was pretty what bad. Uh, <laughs> no. Also, I think... and, then, and then the SSX series got a spiritual successor in the form of Ubisoft's Steep, and that's doing okay. Steep is okay. Uh... Steep is pretty fun. Yeah. So, a thing that I would revive, I don't know how many of you know this, um, Chat Set Radio. Yes. 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 That would be fucking great, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I would. I, I would want the old SSX, the old silly SSX, to be back. Like SSX Tricky and Three uh, was Tricky and Three. Yes. Three was the peak. Yes. It was the best. Absolutely. <laughs> I would actually love to see an HD remaster in a combo pack of uh, Tony Hawk's Underground One and Two. That would work, yeah. That's pretty good. I, I would actually like to see them make a new version of Skater Die. <laughs> yes. I have played that. That was an awesome game. I mean, this is just 
Yeah, they, yeah, this is just becoming sports. You know what? Maybe it's another game series that deserves a HD remake or a new game in the series. Jack and Daxter. Yes, I still want to play those games, but I never had a PlayStation. It's not a sports game, though. We can turn it into a sports game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if <laughs> Mega Man can turn it into a soccer game, then so can Jack and Dexter. <laughs> oh, wait. There is, well, there is a sports game for it. It's called uh, Yak X. <laughs> What? Well, look at that! Yeah, it's, it's, the, the it's the racing game. It's the racing game. Yeah. We'll just put them all on skates. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's just revive any genre, but with with with, with a fucking sports spin to it. I want let's to have a before we piss Son- off the fans. I, I want to have Sonic um, Riders. Want... Sonic Riders, guys. Sonic Riders. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no, still no, waiting no. on my Uncharted Kart racer. <laughs> we still need our Porsche of uh, Sonic R racing. I'm, Can I you mean, feel the sunshine? <laughs> I mean, they they even turned Yu-Gi-Oh into a sport, right? With motorcycles. What? Uh, yeah, games on motorcycles. Uh, How does that even work? Well, they uh, ride knows. bicycles and they uh, duel at the same time. Are 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 the bicycles named after the fucking creatures? Like I'm driving oh, no, my trap card. I'm driving the blue eyed white silver black dragon with fifteen wings. Oh, no. Fuck this you. Cool. <laughs> should move on. Yes, let's move on. We we we, we are Phil going to save us. Read number twelve trivia questions. Alright, uh, do you guys think that the American market is way too focused on bringing out a bulk of shooter-oriented titles while good ones get overshadowed? There were games like Vanquish and Resident Evil 4 and 5 that are only standout shooters that I've seen from the Japanese market in the past. Do you think shooters from Japan are now entering an oversaturated market, overshadowed by US and mediocre shooters pres- presently, uh, by yes. Heidi Nielsen? Um, stats would indicate yes, absolutely. Yes. If you I look at the um, genre breakdown of video game sales, I have the stats from 2015 because the more recent stats are behind the paywall, sadly. But you can clearly <laughs> see that that shooter and action games, with which are two genres which go kind of together most of the time, yeah. are the dominant um sold games in the United States. So it makes sense that a lot of studios try to hop on that hype train and try yeah, to make these kind of games. That's, that's just how this industry works. Yeah, it, it was the same with, you know, the zombie genre. Oh, yeah. When Call of Duty made the zombie uh, mode, then everybody jumped ship and wanted to make zombie games. And, it's still uh, happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Metal Gear Survive. Oh, God. Don't, that, don't. Yeah, that's a great like a, example. Just don't. Yeah, that looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> it really does. My God. How, how can you turn a game into a thing like that? Yeah, yeah, same with the Minecraft hype that happened back then. Everybody wanted to make an open world building game. It's just what happens. Yeah, hell, even Square like Enix that. made a Dragon Quest game Although, in the same style. Said, that game was actually very good. Which, <laughs> not gonna lie. Which one? Uh, Dragon Quest Builders. Not too bad, actually. It was kind of fun. Okay. Uh, I think the survival hype was the worst. There was just so, so, so many survival games all of a sudden. And all of them yeah. early access. All of them. <laughs> and never releasing. They all still are early access, even after None 10 fucking years. None of them is actually years. finished. Yes. None of them is actually finished. Uh, uh, biggest target, Day C, still nowhere near the done. Yeah. It, it's, it feels like. And the funny part the about Day C is that it started as a mod for Arma. <laughs> well, there are let's, let's um, just... early access games that sell add ons already, so no, just yeah. don't. <coughs> Ark. 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 <laughs> 
let's just be honest. Uh, early access is just a way for uh, game designers to put a game out, get money for it, and don't have to worry about finishing it because it is an early access. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, I think uh, we answered that topic quite uh, yeah, well, definitely. I would say. Or does anybody else yeah. has uh, uh, something to no, no, no. say? It's like I said, no. they, uh, games go where the money are. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this though before we, we begin with the PC gaming tech questions, <laughs> which is the best category. Uh, uh, that uh, Renegade did a mistake in the dock and put another question number 12 in it. Yeah, we yeah, noticed that. I, I, I typed it in chat. Yeah. Yeah. It's I was nice and... enough to make it low-key so no one, no one else noticed it. <laughs> sure. yeah. Good job nah. ruining that. Like I said, well, yeah, true. Power right. And here, all you're getting fired from your statement. Question right? number. <laughs> question number 12. <laughs> PC gaming question. Why don't we have a manslaughter read it out? All right, so for the 12, for the PC gaming tech questions, um, Nier Automata's PC port is playable but disappointing. The game suffers issues such as problems with running the game at 16 by 9 widescreen, full screen bugs, cutscenes playing at 30 FPS, and lack of PS4 DualShock support. I think that's quite normal for the ported games. From I PS4 is in point, PC. Dark Souls. Sadly, yes. Dark Souls, also, um, the previous game from <laughs> way, way back, LA Noir, it suffers serious FPS problems when it was ported oh. to PC. Yeah. Oh, any game but Max Payne 3 or uh, GTA 5, it, it like by Rockstar, it, it runs like ass. G GTA 4 in particular is one of the worst ports I've ever seen in my yes. existence. Yeah, yeah that's just... because they, you know, they port a console game, so it's not optimized for PC. Yeah, I just wanted to ask, when was the last time you actually played a good port for PC? Uh, Without any issue at all. I, uh, I think Tales of Basaria. I really want to say Borderlands, but then... I think that I illustrates that point pretty okay. well. <laughs> I thought Resident Sevens was okay, but at the same time, that was not the case for everyone. I heard I had some problems with that port. Uh, I will say this though, uh, from what I've heard, there was a quick little fix that fixed all of the full screen uh, bugs. So the widescreen and the full screen bugs, uh, yeah, they're not as frequent by like a mile. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But okay, so pretty much obsolete uh, right now. And touching on the uh, FPS issue, I mean, I'm personally, I'm, I'm, I'm always for 60 FPS plus. I can't stand playing on 30 FPS, but. Um, Having a cutscene at 30 FPS, I think, is okay as long as the cutscene is designed to fit 30 FPS. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Next. All right, I'm, I'm going to read number 13. <laughs> <laughs> Do that. All right. Steam tweaks user score reviews yet again. Games received as a gift or played during a free weekend now does not count towards the overall user review score anymore, which is bullshit. <laughs> That's kind of silly, yeah. So wait, more... does, wait, does this mean that my uh, stellar review for Rambo the video game? <laughs> yep. sure. Most likely. Oh no! Well, uh, am I am I horseshit review of uh, Infinite Warfare on free weekend? Uh, it's now rip. <laughs> yeah, you're because... no, no, no. That's no. very funny because the the game dropped from mixed reviews to overall like mostly negative reviews. 
Uh, after like the weekend was over, and now it's probably back to mixed because they did this. Well, the thing <laughs> is, I, I think the reviews will still be there. It's just yeah, that yeah. the points for the, the, the reviews will still the... be there. It's just that yeah. the, 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 the game's meta score will be changed. Yeah, that's the game's overall score. Yeah, you know, I can kind of see from where they they wanted to argue this. It's kind of like, oh, if you get a game gifted, then you're biased. Yeah, sure. But it's what you said, if you play this while a beta test, a free one, then that doesn't make sense, that argument. And I think then the review is one of the most important things during a beta test, isn't it? Well, yeah, it definitely is. Yep. That's, that's weird. You can use... Uh, a review already has a checkbox if, to check if you can, like, so you can say, hey, I received this product for free. And... I mean, if you read a review, it will just say this this person received the product for free. So then you'll know if they're biased or not. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like I, it kind of defeats the point of hey, you're biased as well. Like, like they they contradict themselves with that. Yeah, it do. doesn't make much sense. I, it really yeah. um, goes down to the fact that they might want to improve some scores because a lot of a lot of uh, like review sites and other uh, publishers are all about the fucking review scores today and uh if there's the number looks good and everything else is fine I, that's yeah. the thing that i take away from that and that's a bit sad in my opinion so it's pretty much double-edged it's good and bad at the same time uh, i don't know I, I would just i would just um advise everybody before you buy a game inform yourself properly don't just look at the fucking review scores yeah, definitely. just yeah that's what I have to say about that. Yeah, look up yeah. the game properly instead. Yeah, don't be my classmate. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to his classmate. You're yeah, an idiot. Alright. Moving on. Why don't we have relogs here? Read uh, question number 14. Oh, thank you. I actually gave me a short one. Thanks. <laughs> Stop complaining. Stop complaining indeed. Uh, what are your thoughts about the GTX 10, 1080 Ti? Buying it. I want it in my PC. <laughs> That's what yeah. she said. No, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm actually buying it as soon as I get a proper custom one on the market. I'm getting I'm getting paid a lot for my work. It's just that I haven't had the time to go out and buy my... my buy, bleh, build myself a new PC with a 1080 Ti in it. So yeah, I, I, literally, I haven't upgraded yet. I've literally cleaned my entire PC, yeah. reinstalled Windows, and my PC is just completely ready for just for me to just insert that nice GTX 1080 Ti. I'm just I'm ready. Yeah, <laughs> to me, it's just like, oh well, I was gonna get a car soon anyway, so thank you. Yeah, and the price um, performance ratio on this one is actually pretty great, unless so, yeah. unless you live in Australia, then you're apparently fucked. Also, a, uh, a quote uh, made totally not by me. Uh, I wanted it in my mouth like a slug. All right, there we go. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, as I said, in Australia, for some fucking reason, the card is like um, two or three hundred dollars more expensive than on in wow. every other place, apparently. And I don't really know why. That's weird. It's really fucking weird. I'm not sure why that is, but Australia has I, sometimes I have only, a bit weird. Yeah, I have only things. one thing to say. It's Australia. That's about it. Yeah, true. They banned like okay. GTA from sale, selling. So it's 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 Britain, but south. <laughs> south Britain. It's rednecks of Britain. <laughs> it's, it's the redneck. It's redneck Britain, basically. Great. We just pissed off a whole continent. Good job. <laughs> well, Australia do have some of the worst censoring when it comes to games. So. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, didn't they like add? Let's a... not go there though. Yeah. But I will yeah, say this: uh, Australia and Germany. Finish your country and get rid of the bush. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but what I read about the GTX 1080 Ti, it's like not not a lot, but its performance is better than like the Titan X, and it's cheaper. In, yeah. in all honesty, I was expecting a pricing about 100 to 200 over the price that they just gave us. Yeah, it's yeah. actually really good. Yeah, I expected it to be at the same level as the Titan. I, I, I expected like 1,000 to 1,100 if we're talking euros. 699. It's so good. <laughs> I want it. Go and buy it. Also, Someone found this edition, though. Honey, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to have something else to say about it. No. Or, 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 do we, no, or, not really. Not really, no. All right, All right let's, let's move, on. move on. Why don't we have Shadow read number 15, uh, Niche Gaming questions, uh, slash Niche All right. Dark Souls-inspired action RPG The Search gets a release date of May 16, 2017. Um, yes. I watched the trailer, and I have to say it looks yes. pretty cool from the theme. Yes. And sadly awesome. enough, I probably will not be able to play this game because if it's Dark Souls inspired, it's going to kick my ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is probably one of the few... It'll, it'll, the Surge will probably be one of the few Dark Souls-like games that I actually try and play. I might because as well. I tried playing the original Dark Souls and I just sort of went... <laughs> Yeah, the theme might win it's me over. Too niche for me. That uh, met... futuristic, post-apocalyptic thingy, giant fucking robots. Yeah, you, you got me, I guess. <laughs> Exosuits. I'm, I'm very skeptical of this game in, in particular because the game they made previously was Lords of the Fallen. Oh. And, uh, which is Lords of the Fallen was not that good. Easy mode. No, no, it was Dark I heard Souls Lords on of easy the... mode. But on top of that, the mechanics in that game was so broken. The hitboxes are some of the worst pieces of shit <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Nice. That game made me rage more than Dark Souls because my hits, that was clear. I saw it with my own eyes hit. It, they didn't register damage or anything. Oh, that like, is you, you could wonderful. You coming out from the enemy in that game, yet no damage. Not, no damage yes, not. yes, you could see the blood coming out of the enemy, yet it would damage nothing. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Doesn't sound very good. Okay. But yeah, most likely they've heard about that and got a lot of shit from it as well. So let's hope they actually took that to them and made this a little bit better in that aspect. Yeah, I hope they, they took some criticism to heart. That might. Yeah. yeah. Let's hope that. Yes. Is that all? Pretty much, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. All right. There's only one There's song. One more. Uh, anyone want to read it? <laughs> I guess if we're going in sequence, it will be me, I guess. Yeah, uh, sure. Sure, why don't we have DJ read the final number 16? Also, he, uh, whoever wrote this, they misspelled Atlas because it's Atlas, not Altus. Renegade! Hashtag it's all again. Renegade's fault. The EU podcast to uh, slathering Renegade podcast. <laughs> <laughs> In Australia. It's the bright uh, in Australia. Australia. <laughs> the bright Shout out to Sage <laughs> Okay, anyway, Altus clarifies that Amazon's blunder of cancelling the Persona 5 Take Your Heart edition because of dangerous goods was all a misunderstanding. Also, a new Persona 5 themed DS4 controller was displayed for the standard edition. 
Well, considering that I can't freaking play Persona 5 until they come up with a portable version. Hmm? <laughs> you cut out right there. You got cut out. Oh. No, okay, like, the, the, the thing about this is that Persona, uh, they've had a, like, a thing for releasing, like, portable versions or updated re-released versions. Yeah. Which was what happened for Persona 4. They, they re-released the game on the PS Vita as Persona 4 Golden, which is how I got into the Persona series in the first place. And I'm just kind of pissed that Persona 5 is exclusively for the PlayStation 4, nothing else. Nah, don't don't, don't say they that. release a Ford Ford Yeah, Ford. you know, if it go, comes for a PS4, it's a high chance it will come for the Vita on the road. Yeah, Since like, they, you know they have cross-play uh, between Vita and the PS4 on some of the games. Maybe not the Vita, maybe not the Vita, but maybe like uh, something like Sony's PlayStation Now. Sony's new uh, handheld system, if they ever make one, uh, maybe the Switch even, because I consider that a handheld. But yes. uh, yeah, but you know, it's kind of like I don't know. It's if we're going back on the topic a bit, I I I think it's it's a good thing that <laughs> it was a misunderstanding because dangerous girls feels very weird considering like hey it's a school back here. Yeah, the thing is, <laughs> the mail said that it um, here's the mail due to delivery restrictions, your order won't be able to be sent. This is because the items contains regulated materials classified as dangerous goods. So. I don't know who uh, is responsible for this, but holy shit, you fucked up, son. I mean, uh, just rem- imagine like y- you wake up, you you know, oh, today my game is going to be delivered. How joyous. And then you read this thing and like, fuck, you just ruined my whole goddamn day, <laughs> you asshole. Apparently, the Take Your Heart edition contains a... With, it comes with the game, obviously. A yeah. steelbook collectible case, a soundtrack CD... A plush of the cat on the cover, uh, a 64-page hardcover art book. I want the art book about a bag, a school bag, and a collectible outer box. So, what is exactly dangerous about this? Yes, you can clock some plush. The bug. It is. It is obviously. It is obviously the plush. Yeah, I would have argued (laughs) you could um, beat. You could beat somebody to death with the steel uh, case, maybe, but that would take a lot of effort. The plush is secretly a bomb made by the Illuminati. Oh, okay. I I see. It's most likely the bag, though. You know. People leaving bags in the airports uh, and, and such. <laughs> no, man, it's definitely the plush. That's such oh, a yeah, shady yeah, of reasoning. Course. Of course. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird, weird reason. Somebody fucked up, and yeah. Kind of topic. I've I've had it on a pre-order for nine months now. So. Nice. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> never pre-order. Is, uh, never. The West, Just don't. The, the English release has just been delayed until April, I think. Oh, that's shitty. It was supposed to release last month, and now it got delayed until, like, April. Hey, Martin, watch out so your steel case doesn't blow up. (laughs) 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 Yeah, to get back on topic, I'd definitely say that it's a steel case. It probably is, like, when... Yeah, it's probably uh, the steel case or yeah, the bag. Put, put everything, yeah, put everything. Put the bag. Just imagining them. Don't just put it together. Just put it together. Make it like a steel bag. Wait. <laughs> yeah, what? Steel bag plate. A steel bag plate. A steel plushie. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm just imagining them scanning <laughs> the collector's edition in the airport, and it just goes like beep, beep. beep. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, Sora with his standard side plates, which remove any metallic items, keys, loose chain. It just takes out this entire Flash. steel by just clung on the floor. Yeah, it apparently must have been something like that. We imagine. That or yeah, it actually it. includes live heart. Alive heart inside the plush. Hold on a minute. It never said that on the description. God damn it. Don't worry, I'm sure it's nothing. What's that mushroom cloud over there? Oh, it's an explosive heart as well. Holy shit. I guess I guess you could really say it had heart. God damn it! God damn it! This is, this is the for the Dark Knight Rises again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the game we want but doesn't deserve. Yeah, it's <laughs> absolutely. It's the game we've yes. goddamn deserve. Yeah, but I, I guess we we covered that adequately. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. More, more or less. Dangerous flashes and steel cases. Don't use them in the future. Indeed. Yes. Yeah. Noted. All right. So, so is, is that the thing that people learned from watching this? I hope yeah. so. Yeah. I hope so. The more you I know. It is almost 4 a.m. I did not stay up late for a, for a horrible life lesson. <laughs> for, the, for, for the person who's still around watching this, leave a comment down below saying plush. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, Australia. Uh, if if you're looking for or an important life lesson, I believe this entire podcast has been uh, don't trust Renegade. <laughs> and Australia. Hashtag don't trust Renegade. And, Hashtag you know, don't trust Ren. And Martin was Ren never seen again. Hashtag bye Martin. Anyways, Hashtag I'm bye, Martin. Anyways, I'm gonna let people like do their out outros or whatnot, like see where we can find them and shit, you know. DJ, where can DJ, we find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash, I forgot what my fucking channel URL is. Hold on, but just just find me on YouTube called DJ Plays with an exclamation mark. Look for the dude that has 477 subscribers, that's it. <laughs> Right. I I do Let's Plays and I do Rainbow Six Siege videos. You can find me at youtube.com slash bruddda985 or djplays exclamation mark. Alright, sweet. Doper, where can we find you? You can find me on, well, I think my YouTube channel, which is just Doper, W-T-J-E, just like my name. Alright. Um, Twitter, I can, I should really start uh, Making myself a new Twitter some one of these days, but you can you'll probably able to find me uh, in a similar way. Perfect, Grotus. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me and my gaming content on either LP Grotus or my review channel Frogface, and uh, on Twitter as LP Grotus and Frogface R. Hello, <laughs> 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 Summons. Where can we find you, buddy? Hey guys, you can find me on YouTube. Just type in Hell Summons and you'll find me. Uh, I do gaming footage. I do some some reviews. I do some first looks. So I do pretty much anything related to gaming. And uh, like I mentioned at the start, I have to get to 40 subscribers. So guys, check out my channel. Hold on, be a Subscribe! Slaughter, you're up. Shameless self-plugging. On your YouTube channel. Yeah, uh... Is it Hell Summons with a C or an S? <laughs> That's something you should Can we mention. just move on here? <laughs>
Slaughter, where can we find you? Alright, uh, you can find me on um, on YouTube. Just search Manslaughter, and pretty much you, it's the result that you're gonna get because I googled it first before I entered. So yeah, and for social media, I haven't put it up yet. So maybe after I reach a hundred subs, so just on YouTube first. <laughs> so that's Sweet. all. Relogs. Oh yeah, you can find me on YouTube as Relogs Gaming, and the same on Twitter. I do let's play some playthroughs. He all he also tries to team kill people in a, a, a lot of games. It's you, you, you gotta try shooting getting your friends if that works. Shadow, works, uh, work. Shadow, where can we find you? Well, you can find me pretty much anywhere where I am under the name Shadow nineteen ninety ch. So pretty much in every game or on every social media platform, if you find somebody with that name, that will be me. So, oh, I didn't know you were in every game. I'm in every <laughs> game. I'm in your game. <laughs> so yeah, but mainly on Twitter and YouTube. On YouTube I do gaming, so uh, gaming stuff, Let's Plays. And every Sunday I do VR bullshit, so join me on that. Oh, that that, that sounds fantastic, actually. VR bullshit is the best bullshit. <laughs> as for me, <laughs> as for me, you can find me on uh, Twitter.com/slash Operative Ren. Which, which is incidentally also the address you should um, level all your complaints against. So if you have something to complain about this podcast, that's where you need to go. <laughs> we aren't responsible for anything said on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, much. I think we could make that as a disclaimer. <laughs> Next you time. Can, we, 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 you we're totally not responsible on... for anything we say. <laughs> nope. You can find me on twitter.com slash psychorender. That's that's my Twitter handle. That's what I go by. Uh, same, same, same for YouTube. I go by psychorender. Just Google it or YouTube it, whatever. <laughs> you should find me. I post nothing on YouTube currently because I'm, I'm currently figuring out what to actually do with that channel at the moment. So, yeah. No, you're just lazy, right? Yes. I'll, I'll post videos one day, so subscribe to the channel. <laughs> one channel. One day. One channel. Thousand subscribers. No videos. No videos. So we're going to take off for today. So. And I'm going to get some sleep. Yeah. Go do that. Yeah. Yeah. Good night, man. Good night. Yep, one. it's I been fun, guys. Day. See you next time. It's, it's been, been fun. fun. See you next, See next time. See you around, guys. Or most of us yeah. are missing. <laughs> and replaced oh, with better versions. Everyone, stop, stop, stop the recording. We're done there. And hopefully, when we come back, Martin won't be fired. <laughs>